Hey guys, welcome to Two Guys and Hockey Talk Season 4. We are ready now for the NHL Playoff Special Edition 30-minute show. Do you think we can do it, my co-host, Pavel the Cat Insider? Well, it's not like we're known for being two guys in overtime. That's not a trademark <laughs> people know us by, so clearly we can make this work. But Evan, how are you doing tonight? Hey, great, great, great. Hey, Leo, how you doing, man? It's great to see you there. Uh, so uh, I, I got to say, Zill's in the house. Zill's in Sherrod Park. The lost trucker has come home. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Ray, what do you got up there? I'm always good, dude. Always happy to talk hockey, especially since my team is finally in. Hey, totally get it. Totally get it. So this is what's going to happen, everyone. Our Wednesday edition is going to be the call, and we'll give you the link this coming Wednesday. Uh, but tonight, we got 30 minutes. We're going to break down half and half here tonight. I'm going to take half the West. Uh, Pavel's going to take the other half. He's going to take half the East. And of course, I'll take the other half. And as you guys are commenting in amongst the series, we'll try and get some of your comments in and about. So forgive us if we sound like we're pushing it. But we, man, we've done some deep research. We did dive deep into this today. Well, at least I did. I don't know about uh, the insider here. He's been busy, busy with his baby. So uh, we'll, we'll, sure, we'll see. I've got no time for hockey. Wait, what is hockey? No, I'm very pumped. Uh, so remember, guys, you can follow us everywhere on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter at Revenev or me at Hockey underscore two. Every Wednesday night, we're going to be this Wednesday night talking. Uh, we're hoping to get your questions on the show, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, so we'd love for you to come on live on the show. We work our, with our partner, Sports Empire. They are phenomenal. They have great uh, uh, sports uh, information about whatever you want to know. Uh, they're insightful about NBA, NFL, everything going on right now. The NBA uh, playoffs are on, so that's exciting. But Evan, do you have a beverage? Uh, I do have a beverage, bud, right here. We're about to break down half the fan bases out there because they're not going to like our choices. So why don't you get us started? with the first series that was determined, the Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Islanders, and kind of give me a snapshot of whether it's goaltending, defense forwards, uh, the mm. wow factor, the X factor, and who do you think can, comes out on top into the top eight? Go ahead. Woo! Oh, by the way, you know what we haven't been mentioning? We could keep forgetting about Spotify because Sportsnet Empire has put us up on Spotify now. So you guys can follow Sports Empire and catch our stuff there too as well. All right, guys. Hey, so I'm going to cover the uh, Hurricane series here. So the New York Islanders make it in, guys, against your Hurricanes. Now, i got a whole bunch of notes on my screen. I'm going to try and follow both. So, Pavel, if someone's talking, you can follow kind of the, the comment section. Uh, okay, so let, let me break this down. I'm going to break it down. Goaltending, defense, forward, special team, and kind of what the wow factor is. Our goaltending, you got Sorokin coming in at a 924. Incredible. Sorokin literally put the team on his back. He is coming in. Now, doesn't matter whether it's Anderson or Ranta coming in. You're talking 903 to 910. I'm a little concerned about those numbers for these guys, but it's the overall team. But I am going to give goaltending edge to the New York Islanders. There's no way that you can count against Sorokin. Now, let's move to defense. You got Noah Dobson coming in with almost 50 points this season. He's coming in on a New York Islander team um, that, again, we no one even thought was going to make the playoffs. Don't you think they're happy about Bo Horvat right now in that trade? Woo, that's like $3 million a game, right? So they're going to get like $6, 7000000 million extra. Ownership's happy. Ryan Pulak, the guy's slapper from the point. He may not have the numbers, but what I recognize going back and checking some of the highlights, 
when he he clears a lot of people out on that point with that slap, no no one usually wants to get hit by his slapper. If you remember back to the Brandon Weeping days, McCrimmon with uh, yeah Kelly McCrimmon of Vegas. Um, I mean, so they they got some defense. They seem to play that overall game, and you can always rely on Lou to kind of put a solid team together. Uh, now, however, they're also though against someone like Burns and the Ghost. They got Slavin and Pesky. I mean. Burns Jacob is Slavin, man. <laughs> Slavin, man. Slavin. I'm going to call him Slavin because you said I can't. Okay. So the Hurricanes, this is their bread and butter. It's really their defense. They always find a guy on the back end. And when Burns came in, between Burns and Slavin, they, they are pretty much unbeatable. And they're coming against your top line. So no matter what in that sense, I, you have to take the Hurricanes on defense. Now let's look at the forwards. You got Nelson and Horvat. One, two down the middle. A great one. Frankly, I like their middle better than I like the Hurricanes, but I don't like the depth on the wing. I don't, I feel like they're aging. That's a little bit concerned. Remember TJ and the grumpy old man last season, season three, they were worried about this. Um, somehow they've done well, but I think without Bo Horvat, they wouldn't be there. Now the key here is Barzell. So far, we're not being told unless someone else has heard something different. I was trying to see if he's, he's back. He's back for game one. Okay. It was confirmed for game one. Okay. You must have heard that either last night or this today sometime. Um, now, I, I definitely think this is the difference maker if he's healthy enough or did he come back too early? And I will always say that I my surprise sleeper for forwards for them is Bailey. Can Josh pick it up? Can Josh Bailey get in there? Now, when you're talking about their first line uh, with Nekis and A, I love when to call him Aho. Uh, the first line is dynamic. They will be hurting because of Sveshnikov not playing, yeah. but they have so much depth. If you think about it, right? They're sticking on their their uh, third line has like Stahl and Fast and Martin Hook. I mean, and then you're going with someone like Sp Paul Stashny. I mean, the guy was just on the third line last year. He's playing on your fourth line with someone like Pui Arvi and uh, Drewy. So you got depth, you got power, you got to give it to the Hurricanes. My last piece to look at there, the wow factor. It's going to be Sorokin. Can he stand on his head against the Hurricanes? And when it comes to the Kaniacs, that's their wow factor. It is their third for man out there for another forward that's just scoring the hits left and right. I think they're going to influence the refs in that arena. Um, but again, a wow thing factor, something to watch for is Barzell. Is he healthy enough? But depth, experience, special teams. The special teams are the second PK. They're the best second overall PK this season. While their power play was only 20th, where the power play was 30th for the Islanders and 9th on the PK. I give this totally all the way around. To the hurricanes. All right. What do you got? Right. What do you got, buddy? I'm gonna go with the Islanders, but that's just me because Sorokin's gonna steal the game. But you guys can let us know what the comments are below. Um, I agree with everything. I think having Matt Barcel back will be uh, a big factor, X factor, and I think Sorokin is is the the key because I, I worry about goaltending for the Carolina Hurricanes. They do play a good structure, but yeah. Hey Key, how you doing? It's good to see you. So you guys can let us know uh comments below what you think. So is that everything for that series? Yeah, you betcha, man. You you take Ray it away. Ray saying Sorokin might steal a series, uh, steal a game or two, but Carolina's defense is far superior. I will say Brett Burns has a resurgence of a career this year, so he's definitely going to be impactful. Yeah. So second series on the docket. 
the one that everyone's going to be excited to talk about, Toronto versus Tampa Bay. Now, exactly. There you go. Zilsha thought, I know nothing about hockey, right? You know, I just have to sound smarter than Evan. That's all it is. <laughs> go for it. Let's so, Toronto versus Tampa Bay. I'm going to give you my predictions right now. Toronto can win it if they don't go to game seven. But I really think Tampa Bay is coming out and winning game seven. I'm sorry. Tampa Bay, you, Toronto fans, you can at me. You have Vasilevsky at net. Vasilevsky is probably the top three, if not the best goalie in the NHL right now. I'm sorry what you say. If I am taking next to Carey Price, he is the second best goalie right now. And back to back. And that, although Tampa Bay has all that mileage on them, because they mm. played in three Stanley Cup finals, winning two cups, they're tired and their bottom six isn't as good. And of course, Tanner Chanel being out for indefinite long-term, whatever that looks like, maybe in the second, third round, we don't know. They haven't given a timeline. I think that Tampa Bay can still bring it because they've got Hedman and Sergeyev on that back end. Now, Toronto has some real good depth. My big question with Toronto is the big guys showing up. Marner, Matthews, Nylander, and Tavares. And say what you want about the past, this is a new year. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. You have to make it done. Don't worry about your bottom six. They're way better. But Samsonov, really solid in net. Unless they decide to go with Matt Murray because of he's a veteran presence, won two cups as well. You know, he has that experience, but injury prone. And Wool has proven that he's been solid. But Tampa Bay, I still, I can't go back on Stamkos, who's having an elite season. Kucherov, who could be mean and nasty. And that fourth line, yeah. um, Pierre-Edward Belmar centering Corey Perry, who's a pest, and Pat Maroon. Oh, this is going to be a dogfight, Evan. I'm saying Tampa Bay in seven. That's my thoughts. I love it. Even though, even though Toronto can push it, but Toronto needs to fight their own demons. And that's, that's the big one. They have to get out of their heads, forget the media, forget everything else. Wow. Enjoy the fans, but that's where they, any thoughts, quick thoughts on that series? No, no. Uh, I, I think I said it before. Uh, Tampa's experience is still going to pay off. And I'm actually worried. You and I talked off show. Uh, I'm a little worried. I'm not going to say too much about Matthews. And is he really healthy? I'm worried there might be something, possibly yeah, something. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm worried. It's not the wrist. I'm worried the about shoulder? a lower body because he's had shoulder issues. I, I'm actually worried about hip. So I'm, oh. I'm worried about the way he's lining the game. Okay, let's can, move. Can I just say one thing? People can appreciate the fact that he's had three or four 40 goal seasons plus every year. Amazing. But anyways, yeah. go ahead. No, I'm ready to do it, man. Let's go. Where do we go? Where do you want? All right. To go? So you've got the next big, big series: the Boston Giant Bruins versus the. Very feisty Florida Panthers who just barely got in thanks to Pittsburgh not playing very well. What are your thoughts? Okay, well, before I go there, uh, Zill wants to make a point. This show is definitely going to overtime already 10 minutes before I even came off. Now, hey, free, in, in all fairness, Zell, there was four minutes at the beginning. Okay, uh, let, let me throw this out here now for you guys. I want us to look at this. Boston goaltending. Linus Allmark, the guy's save percentage is through the roof. He has a 938 save percentage. We are talking to the days of Ken Dryden. We're talking about Tretiak playing over in the Soviet Union for the USSR. I mean, we are talking guys like Jacques Plante. Like, these are on insane numbers. Now, before you say, wow, Evan, you know, I mean, but... Come on, he plays behind a good team, you know, and, you know, that that's a small sample size. He had 40 wins. 40 wins. How many teams didn't have – I don't even know the number out there. I should have checked. No, very few even had 40 wins as a team, let alone – and what Swayman can do in the back end. Now, he's taken on the Panthers. 
They're sitting at 901 Bobrovsky with 24 wins. This is Boston all the way in. Goaltending, if there's a weak spot on Florida, it's going to be goaltending on this. Hopefully, Bobrovsky gives them a push. Do you, move do to you start Bobrovsky or do you start Lyon? Alex Lyon, who's been a nice, yeah. brand-new rookie goalie for them. Yeah, I, I'm worried he hasn't had enough games. He's got 20-plus games only. Uh, and that, I, I think you got to go with Bobrovsky. You live or die with the guy. That's my okay. opinion. Okay, defense. Uh, their top four is crazy in their defense. If you think about it, they got Orlov, they got McAvoy, they got Lindholm, they got Carlo. Now, this is where they're strong. That top four, that top four is going to play 24 minutes and probably 19 to 20 minutes. Your last pairing with Gretzlick and Clifton, well, these two guys are pretty much, what they're going to do is they're going to take in between 9 and 14 minutes, and they're going to take on the easier competition. I'm telling you, the defense is crazy in that top four, and they can all play in that top line. Good, yeah. solid D. Uh, but now, here's the thing. Um, when it comes to Florida, they kind of take a balanced attack. Um, what they do is they take more of the 2-1-2 system. So what they're doing is they're going two forwards up, two uh, defensemen back, and one guy playing in the center. So he can come back, kind of how actually Edmonton plays. Florida kind of has that same process. But this, you got to take Boston all the way. Forwards, I'm going to tell you right now, Boston in their depth. Now, how many people knew and were upset about Taylor Hall getting a pass, even though he was healthy? This is feeling like a Kucherov situation. I mean, Kucherov situations are all over the NHL. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall is on your third line with Charlie Coyle. <laughs> That's pretty good. Then you got Bertuzzi up there now. And you got Pasternak and Zaka. Pasternak, I mean, Passy and DeBrusque with a new built seat. I mean, the guy is the bionic man this year. And then you got Bergeron and Marchand. Oh, my gosh. I mean, should I even keep going? These guys are insane. There's a reason they won so many games and set the NHL record for most wins by an NHL team in the history of the NHL. So I'm going to compare their forward depth to the Edmonton Oilers, which we'll talk about a little later on. Now, what's, what, what's happening over in, uh, in Florida is they have some good D, and they're pretty solid all around. Montour had a great season. Ekblad's working on a comeback. Forsling's good, but here's the thing. They're a well-balanced top six, but I don't know if they're going to be able to withhold against such depth, and that's my concern. Can you hold off on the depth? That's going to be the biggest thing. And then when you think of the special teams, Boston is 12th in the power play. They're first on the PK, first on the PK, compared to the Florida being 10th on the power play against the first PK. And the Florida is what? Uh, they're 23rd on the PK. So, I mean, oh, man. The wow factor is a historical winning season against in some with some incredible depth versus now, is Bennett going to be ready to go? Now, again, no, you guys no, know he's, that? he's I, out for game I, one. I, so, so, game one, it, they, there was still a decision I heard. I just, I just saw two things that came in about 50 minutes ago saying okay. there could be a possibility, but they don't think. So, there's like a 60-40. But here's the thing. I, I don't think he's coming back for the first three games. I, it's a groin is what he's dealing with. And so, you know, maybe a late surge, but Boston is taking this all the way. That's what I got, man. 
What are you feeling? Bold bold prediction, bold prediction. Um, I agree with you. I don't know who stops that. However, I don't think Boston goes all the way. That's just my prediction because there is the President's Trophy curse, and I believe. Oh, oh, no, 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 They are going to beat. They are going to beat. They are going to beat the Panthers. So I'll agree with you there. Okay, okay. I didn't actually. I said they're going to go. They're going to take this. I wasn't talking about everything. I'm talking about the first round, but okay, okay, okay. All right, let's do it. So you guys can let us know what you think the series is going to be. See, President's Trophy curse. Yeah, Ray knows what's up. So we're going to go to the final series in the East, right? And Zils, you're yeah. saying this is going to be uh, the upset of the playoffs. That would be an upset if the Florida Panthers um, defeated the, what's it called, the Boston Brewers. That would be wild. Again, barring injury, um, ooh, Boston sweep is what Key is saying. So now we got the New Jersey uh, Devils versus the New York Rangers. Now, the Devils haven't been in a while. I think it's like five or six years they haven't been in the playoffs. Uh, they're coming up against the red-hot New York Rangers. It's a tough series. It's going to be a slugger knot, but I'm putting the edge on New York Rangers. I'm sorry, Ray. I know you can at me and hate me all you want, but they have a little bit better goaltending. They have the better defense. So you've got Keandre Miller, Jacob Truba, who is definitely going to throw a big or two hits. That is going to be questionable. You guys are all going to be talking about it. We're going to be like, what is that? That legal, not legal. He should be suspended, not suspended. you got Shusterkin and Net. I'm not as keen about the, what's it called? You both better have one answer to this series. I'm sorry, Ray. It's not the answer you want to hear. And Shesterkin has been playing really well in the last little bit. Hey, Robert. And so it's been good. Now, who's in net? Vanacek? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Blackwood is there. They all haven't had really good numbers, right? It's been struggling. Now, their forward depth, the player to keep an eye out for the Devils is Andre Palat. He has played in this big Zen situations. He came over from Tampa. He knows what's yeah. up. And that's what it is. Ray saying to me, it's the team that wins the series who stays out of the box. It is true. Rangers yeah. can't score a lot of power play. But when you have someone like Patrick King, who has won Stanley Cups, Val- Vladimir Tarasenko, he has won a Stanley Cup, and they've been brought in. And you have that top six over there where you yeah. have Mika Zabanja, who's an elite center. You have the kid line, right, with Philip Sheedle. Like, he's been in phenomenal, re-signed. I think that that team, and even Alex Lafayette, who people have said, Chittle. Oh, okay. Now you're correcting me. Well, how the world has turned where Evan is correcting my pronunciation. You know, when we first started this show, I was always correcting you. Now I feel like I, I seem drunk all the time. You're correcting me. <laughs> I've got I've got the Rangers going as much as also New Jersey just doesn't have that experience. I love what Jack Hughes has done. I'm so disappointed he get a 100-point season, but he did beat Patrick Elias, which was a great feat. But again... I still think the Rangers get this done, although it's going to be a very fast-paced hockey. Timo Meyer has really picked it up, hasn't put up the scoring that he did in San Jose, but he can be an impactful player. So really, you have to watch out for those two, Andre Palat and Timo Meyer, because they are going to make a big impact. Yeah. And for the, what's it called? For the Rangers, it's Shosturkin, Jacob Truba on big hits that he's throwing, and the forward group, Patrick Kane. What can he do? What can he bring? Mm. Any thoughts, Evan? Yeah, you know, this is where Timo Meyer is going to have to earn his keep, Ray. Um, anyone that's watching the New Jersey Devils, they, they, you know, they didn't give up what they thought they were going to have to give up. But this is where you're going to say, do you want to sign him again? Are you going to take take a lot of your money and put him into it? So I, I think that's the wow factor for Jersey. That's my big piece on this. But uh, I, I think last year's and Shesterkin is going to make the difference. But, hey, I'm hoping for uh, a Jersey win because I think it's going to be great for the rivalry. Nice. 
All right, we're going to the West. Minnesota versus Dallas. Go ahead, Evan. Oh, man. So, guys, I'm going to call this the Battle of the Big Bad Green. <laughs> this is the Dallas Stars versus the Minnesota Wild. The goaltending is hands down easy to give to the Stars. You got Ottinger sitting at 919 with 37 wins. He is the next best thing to Linus Omar. I mean, last year he almost single-handedly won him the series without even scoring for the Dallas against the Calgary Flames. I think he wore out poor Mark and his career's never been the same since. Uh, <laughs> since last year, because Markstrom was trying to match it up. Marc-Andre Fleury, love the guy, uh, but he, he's going to be facing a torrid of people on forward. There are eight solid forwards. You're, you think about this. You got Robertson, you got Hintz, you got Pavelski and Jamie Benn. You got Dadnov, you got Max Domi and Siler Sagan. Tyler Se Siler. <laughs> there I go again. Mason Marchman. Uh, you got Bags up. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You guys think about this, right? So when you got that kind of forward, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say John Klingberg versus his old team. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Okay, so now here's the thing. Kaprizov is back. So yeah. now yeah, this is going to be the thing. Now, all the defensive play has been coming from the forwards during these time, and they were still winning without him to even get to that place, which is great. But is he going to be able to pull them through? Because they're going to have to lock it down like Calgary did last year, is what the Wild are going to have to do to even compete against the Dallas part. So here's the thing. Goaltending, I'm giving to the Stars. Forward, I'm giving to the Stars. The Stars have the fifth best power play and the third best penalty kill. That's insane against the Wild's 15th, power play and the 10th PK. You see, I broke my numbers down here tonight, buddy. I'm telling you, special you teams go their way. I did. I did. I, I, man, you've been researching so much. I thought I had to not look like I was drunk out here today. Now, defense, <laughs> defense, it, it's deep on Dallas. It's deep. I'm a little concerned about the defense when it comes to the wild. You know, when you're looking at what they got, because Matt Dumba, but but they they have Middleton, Jacob Middleton, and Brock Faber playing on their first defense pairing. That's I mean that's now uh, Goglinski, Goglioski. Um, I can't even say his name. Goligoski. Thank you, thank you, and Klingberg. And Klingberg, who kind of really has struggled to the last part of the year, I, I do not think that this defense can hold up. And so I got to give it again to the stars as the better team. Okay. Now the wow factor is Ottinger and the depth of forwards and the strength of defense versus really a big rugged and a tough wild team. So here's the thing. Can the Minnesota go wild on Dallas? And that's going to be the key difference if they're going to get it. But I say no. And the stars take this series. What you got? Yeah, this one, like the Carolina Islanders series, I was struggling. I kind of want to lean towards Minnesota, but I, I think it comes down to, for both teams, goaltending. Who do you start in net? Now, of course, Ottinger is Dallas's guy, and he played unreal last year against Calgary. But yeah. really, is it Gustafson or is it Marc-Andre Fleury? Who do you go with? And that is the big question. This, I feel, as much as people should tune in, is going to be the least interest. Uh, or eyeballs on series in this playoff first round. That's what I think. That's my only downside. But I still have Dallas. I, I, I'm still struggling. I I, I think Dallas will, but I, yeah. Anyways, so we gotta move. <laughs> we gotta move. All right. So Colorado and Seattle. We got that. So 
honestly, this is going to be a four or five game sweep of, of Seattle. I love Seattle. I think they're Whoa. that team that's just happy to be there. I know they brought in the regular season to Colorado. Some of that was overtime wins. But Colorado with that firepower, even though they are missing their captain, Cap, uh, Gabriel Scott and Kale McCarr still, that team can still bring you. You got to stop Miko Rantanen, who's one of the best finished players ever. You got to stop Nathan McKinnon, who's unreal. And JT Comfer has been an excellent second line center, really emerged since Kadri has left that team. That's true. And and Georgiev has 40 wins on the season. So he's clearly come out of the shadow of Shusterkin and proved himself as being a good, legitimate number one goalie for the Colorado Avalanche. Now, the one X factor I say for Seattle is they score by committee. Daniel Sprung, an incredible storyline who wow. plays on the third and or fourth line. And maybe this is the Philip Grubauer revenge tour, but both him and Martin Jones have under 900 uh, save percentage. So I don't think they're going to get away with that. So I'm going to say the Colorado Avalanche are going to beat the Seattle Kraken, although this is good experience for the team. Vince Dunn, however, for the Seattle Kraken, will be an X factor. He's had an elite season as a defenseman, put up 60-plus points. He can really bring it. And again, they play by committee. We'll see what Dave Haxtell does. Your thoughts, Evan? Yeah, um, I, I so I just looked at this. So what series is going to be a sutter waste of eight days? Um, that's a great one, Zell, man. You, you've been around hockey too long. You're, you're catching all the puns. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I hate to say this. I want the Kraken to do well, uh, but I think Kraken's going to be wasting eight days. But let me just say this. It's a sutter waste of eight. It's not a waste of eight to Ron Francis because just getting in there is going to get him some feel and some experience. Yeah. And and it's going to put some more money into the coffers and get the fans to go absolutely crazy in their second year that they've got there. So they, anyway, they brought a lot of money to the NHL, and I really like what, what uh, Seattle brings. And again, they may get a game or two, but yeah, Jordan, I agree. Abs are going to sweep. All right, Evan, the big series, Edmonton versus LA, the one that people are all dying to hear about. Go ahead. Man, man. Okay. Let me just say this. I went on Twitter and I talked about Boston. I had Edmonton in this too. Um, a lot of people are quite upset at me because I said, listen, you guys are setting yourself up. Now I'm talking the fandom. I'm not talking, I'm talking about some of the media. I'm talking about the fans. I'm not talking about the actual teams and the reason is boston and edmonton is doing the very same thing they are hyping themselves up so bad with fandom that they are going to get a good smack in the face if they don't get some humility uh, along the way and actually understand that any team can win in the playoffs it's good to be excited but unless you win the stanley cup you're going to feel so disappointed and what happens if la takes you out so you know what take some humility with that you're mad when la acts big just don't rub it in their face just let your actions show by cheering for your team and ignore their team. That's what I'm just saying to you. And if you're Boston, you might have the best team in the history of the power play. You might have the best team in the wins of the NHL, but have some humility, man. Okay, now let me break this down. Goaltending, Corpus Salas with a 914. He's only got 20 wins. He played on the second worst team in the league uh, when it came to Columbus. Now he's taken on Skinner, who is a rookie who finished with a 9-13 and 29 wins. Now, here's the thing. His last 10 games, he came in at a 950-something. It was 950-960 range. So anyone who thinks Skinner is not ready or he's a rookie, he has been well-trained. He has been well-prepared. He's been in high games his whole life. Um, the guy is ready to go. I do not see an issue being a rookie. And by the way, 
Uh, some great players over the years. Maybe they're not Jordan good Mason. now. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to also uh, what about Steve Mason back in the day, right? There's so many. Ken Dryden. Um, uh, 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 oh, Patrick Waugh, right? I mean. Oh, so you, we talked about him earlier. Matt Murray. Matt Murray, exactly. So, 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 don't don't look around now. People are saying Corpusalis, though. He just he he he's he's a heart crusher for for the Oilers, and he did it earlier. And you are right, and that's why I'm going to put this at an even because I am going to hold something against Skinner, not just go by those last few games because it it's about to break. It feels like it's almost too good to be true for Edmonton fans. Defense now, defense on the depth of defense for LA. I don't know if you guys know this. They play a 1-1-3, which means one forward that's pressing. They got one guy playing the middle, and they play three men deep. Three men deep, and that's why it's hard to get through. It feels like a clutch and grab. feels like a trap. But I will say this. Edmonton has a big, tough defense, uh, and they also have a no lot of scoring. Six feet. I, I Well, I think, wasn't it, isn't it actually 6-1? Uh, Kulak's the smallest. I thought he was 6 or 6-1. Six Everyone else is six two to six almost Kulak seven. Is six two, I think. CC T- there is you go. One. No, CC six four. Um, so and then uh, Bouchard six two. You got yeah. six six five. I think for Nurse six and it's six six and three quarters for Darnay. Right now, yeah, I and mean, Echo's it's amazing in size. Uh, now. You guys may not like this, but if you look back at L.A. and look at their defense with Doughty and Mikey Anderson. By the way, I didn't get a chance to look today. Does anyone know, is Mikey starting? Is he going to be able to start the series tomorrow night? Uh, that is, is going to be a big Mikey factor. Mikey Anderson? I'm not yeah, sure. I, 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 I was hearing he was, but uh, you guys, I didn't get to check that. I didn't have that much time. Pavel only gave me so long to be able to do my research. Um, so uh, there you go. You're saying he's the next one. Uh, Evan, you know, what's this? Evan didn't watch the other season when we were bad, I guess. No, actually, unfortunately, I'm Jordan, I'm much older, and I saw even much worse probably than you did. <laughs> so he's the next Bennington. I actually hope he's not because uh, the next Bennington would mean he might get bad later on. Uh, and, and just so you guys know, I, I am an Oiler fan, but I'm taking it very cautious when it comes to that. But I'm not picking them because of that. Now, I want you guys to see something here. When it comes to defense, I am going to put it at an even based on the experience. Yeah. But when it comes to forwards, they, we're talking, you have a solid defensive group, but you can't play defense for forwards. Yeah. And right now, the forwards are learning to come back. Look at McDavid. He could have set another 10 points in the yeah. last part of the season. He decided to play defense, show everybody. They got three 100-point players. They like, I mean, it, it's a historical year. You got to appreciate the Oilers are dominant and coming out on forward. Special teams. LA's the fourth best power play versus the best in history. Penalty kills 24th versus the 20th. And by the way, the um, Oilers in the last 30 games were the third best team in the NHL on the PK. So the, so the wow factor really to watch for LA is they're tough. Are they going to play tough? Uh, are they going to get in your face? Are they going to do stuff yeah. to kind of to, to draw penalties from the Oilers? Uh, you know, it's playoff hockey. They got, and they got nothing to lose because, they're even yeah. though some are picking them, they're not feeling that they, maybe they're going to be the better team, but they yeah. believe they can beat them. But they're taking on the number one ranked winning uh, percentage team in the last half of the season, better than Boston. So this one is an easy give for me. Uh, I see it in six games for Edmonton. Well, we're getting to overtime. I agree. I think it's going to go to six games at least because these teams really know how to battle that out. However, 
Um, don't count LA out. They can definitely uh, play the, you know, the defensive game. And Anze Kopitar and Philip Deneau have a very insurmountable task. Stopping McDavid and Dreisaitl, right? Jordan said, I've watched the decade of dark. I have seen the worst. This is so, going to be exciting for Oilers fans, but temper your expectations because when you have no expectations, you can really succeed. So definitely, definitely let us know what your thoughts are on any of these series, including LA versus Edmonton. That's Final it. Who do you series, got? Evan, we've got the Vegas Golden Knights who are back in the playoffs this year versus the Winnipeg Jets who barely squeaked by. Who do we have? Well, the big factor. Oh, and Jordan's mentioning that Anderson okay, is in good. tomorrow. So who's okay, the big factor here? I am going to go with Vegas in six. As much as I love Winnipeg and as yep. much as they were a solid team at the beginning of the first half of the season, they, they were literally battling for the top in the central. They struggled in the second half. They were getting no scoring from their top guys. They were struggling all around. The big factor is Connor Hellebuck. But as you mentioned in previous episodes, so you, can, you guys can go back and watch, Hellebuck has struggled with the workload. You can't overwork Hellebuck and he's done a lot. On the other hand, you have a committee or, or play-by-committee design in Vegas where you have a Logan Thompson who's still injured. Laurent Brassois, who used to play as a backup, not only in Edmonton, but in Winnipeg, and is their starter and has a great, great march. So he is definitely going to be the X factor. He's going to bring it. Mark Stone, as you talked about, Caps or Convention, he is back. Now, whether his back can handle it, I don't know. I don't mean to put a pun on that as well. So... <laughs> The one other factor for Vegas is Jack Eichel. This is his first playoff game in the history of playing in the NHL. He has been around since Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid has so much experience, so much experience in the playoffs. Jack Eichel, game one. What will he bring? He hasn't blown it out of the water the way he did in Buffalo, but he is a good, solid depth piece that can bring it. For Winnipeg, where is your scoring coming from? Is wow. it Mark Scheifele? Yeah. Is it Blake Wheeler? Is it Kyle Connor? These guys can put up numbers. Who is scoring on that team? And on the back end, I really still believe in Vegas. You've got Petrangelo, who has won a Stanley yeah. Cup. You know, you've got Shea Theodore, who has been a Norris candidate. You have Alex Martinez, who has won a cup with LA. You have these guys who can bring it. Who are you allowing to come up and play for D? for Winnipeg to make an impact. So I still think that apart from Hellebuck, who can steal a game or two, Vegas has taken this to the second round. And everyone thought that their goaltending was going to be garbage this season, yeah. and they're not even going to make it. They are top of the Pacific Division, and they had 100 and, I believe, 11 points. They rocked it this year. So Vegas is wow. my pick. What are you thinking, Evan? Yeah, um, well, I, I think Vegas is showing as they always have, and I'd be looking out right now for Jack Eichel with the playoffs coming. He's going to have to he, he he's got something in his craw, and I think you're going to notice he's going to be a totally different player. Um, so look out for him. But Winnipeg right now, if there's an upset in the first, that's where I see it coming. But we're I frankly I think we're going to know it. Winnipeg will have to split in the first two games in Vegas to even have a chance to make this go. If, if they can come out though, let's just say this. Um, I, I, I believe they can come out with a split, but they're going to have to win both at home in order to have that chance to be able to hang in there. Cause Vegas has, I mean, Vegas didn't even give them a chance to even get, you know, further in there. So Vegas goaltending is falling apart in the playoffs. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm concerned about. Uh, they do not have the goaltending that's going to be the issue. And I, I think Hellebeck is playing a hell of a game. 
that that's the truth of it all so guys hey we've gone six minutes into overtime that's pretty good now one last thing um we we weren't getting into the predictions but here's the problem if we don't tell you who our Stanley Cup finalists will be and the winner, then you're going to say, well, it's because you watched them play. So, Pavel, let's give them our final two. Just give them, you got one minute. Give us what you got. Who are the final two and who wins it all? Rangers versus the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton Oilers come up top and win the Stanley Cup final and end the Canadian drought of a Stanley Cup. Boom. Wow. 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 Thanks, Zell. Appreciate that. Always appreciate your guys' help in Thank there you. for all the names that I don't know and the people I don't even know are starting yet. I'm supposed to do a breakdown. Um, okay, guys. Uh, I said it at the beginning of the season, and I'm uh, going to make a slight change uh, from what I said oh. at the beginning of the season. <laughs> no, I, I uh, so I, I really felt that uh, this could be a possibility where they can make it back one more time for Tampa originally, but I don't think, and I did not expect Boston to come through. It will be an Oilers-Boston final with Boston winning in six games in the Stanley Cup. That's what I'm giving you. You guys can let us know your comments below. But again, thank you. Remember to follow, share, like, and subscribe. We love hearing from you guys. This has been a special edition. We'll be back again this Wednesday because we don't ever want to leave you. We will be back. Absolutely. Hearing us because we love hearing from you guys. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're going to have so much more. We're going to have a live in-call session where you can call in and chat. We love hearing from you guys. Your thoughts, your ideas. We'll take your questions. You can ask us whatever you want. And Sounds Evan good. knows nothing, so he's just going to look blank face and pass it over to me, as always. We want to thank our sponsor, Evan. Oh, yes. i just like to thank uh, Sports Empire and also JR Web Designs, who is running our website. They're working on things tonight. We're getting Woo. a whole bunch of stuff up there. If you want to be a writer, also let us know. We'll give you an opportunity to write over at Two Guys in Hockey Talk. And you know anyone else that wants to partner with us, send them our way, boys. So in the meantime... We're looking, we're looking for writers. In the meantime and in between time. Keep your sticks on the ice. Stay safe, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.